relevance to something that isn't by being identified as a body. If you want a diagnosis, that's the act of diagnosis. So, where do you begin? Maybe prior to the thought. What? Because there's been a mental insertion, and the word my captures it, there's been a mental insertion before every thought that's noticed that it's my thought, or it's about me, or it's a thought about something else in relation to me. Yeah. So what precedes the thought? Like we used it the other couple weeks ago about there's a story in the recovery book where people, they tell you their life story and one person, you know, gets to be sober and then goes back out. And it starts with, it's a simple, very innocent sounding statement, a thought occurred to me. So a thought occurred to me, yeah, and that me that it occurred to was a thought that was occurring as me, yeah? So there's a thought already occurring as me, and in that relationship, now thoughts occur to me, to me that which is a thought. So you're not in it at all. You have not ever been in self, nor do you need to get out of self. You're prior to the my, you're not after the my, yeah? You're not, you're not that which happens after a thought occurs to you. You're prior to a thought occurring. If if you can get a sense, and this is how, for me, the sense of priorness gets intimated, is by recognizing you're not that which has been impressed upon us or inferred to us that that's the starting point. To, to just question the seeming starting point will intimate the real starting point. You can't find the real starting point because you are the real starting point. But you believe you're at a false point. So when you question the falseness of the, of the point, yeah, that is false, what gets intimated is the sense of living from what you are. Because you can't know what you are. It's not an experience for you to have. That's the one experience, being what you are, is not available to you, is an experience of being what you are. Being what you are is having all the experiences, but it can't be experienced. Yeah. So the addiction of selfing has, has many, many little tributaries, and one of them is the addiction to experience. We want to have an experience of ourselves. We want to experience our real self. We want to experience the absence of ourself. That's not available. Because you are incessantly present while you're entertaining the idea that I'm in and out, that I was absent and present, that I connected and disconnected. Then what you are has never been connected or disconnected, has never moved towards what it is, nor moved away from what it is. It's not doing any of those mental machinations at all. It doesn't move one inch. The interest and attention being applied to the mental production of a sense of being a self, the interest and attention follows all the mental movements, and then in that following, it's implied you're the one that's moving. So then, you buy the story, there's been a movement, and you say, I moved. I was connected just an hour ago, and now I'm disconnected. Because if you want to enjoy, I was connected as an experience, you're going to have to suffer the experience of being disconnected because it's a package deal. You don't get one without the other. In this currency of this world, every co- you know, no matter how many times you cut a coin, it's still two-sided. You're not going to get just the one side. So if you want to feel like you've achieved peace and enlightenment, you're going to feel like you did something to lose it. (laughs) That's the deal. If you have abstinence of one, you'll have freedom from the other. Seriously. If you don't imbibe this drink, you won't have to swallow that drink. If 
The movements go. This gets, this gets blown this way and that way. Where in hell does it say that that implies you were blown this way and that way? Where? When you were a kid, you didn't have that feeling. It grew. The mental state said, hey, you're a self, and this is the new starting point. And forget about life is happening. It's going to be so much more fun when it's always happening to me. You'll be the center of this whole event. You'll be all that you will think about. You'll be special with the hopes of having at least one other person recognize it for once. <laughs> then you can be special together. And God, God damn the rest of this place. We'll have a special love, separate and immune from all of you. <laughs> of course, in miracles, there's a huge riff on the special relationship and the difference between that and a holy relationship. Yeah. The selfing doesn't want a holy relationship unless it could be filmed, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here I am, holy. Ooh, you know what I mean? It wants to be special. That's its drive. So we attempt to question the seeming subject. And when it's seen not to be a subject, yeah, then what happens? Something that wasn't noticed may be intimated by the negation of the false flag operation, so to speak. There'll be no, more, there'll be no effort to arrive at where you are because you will realize you never left where you are. Yeah? There'll be an intimation. Now, in a way, it's not that great because it's not an experience. Yeah? I, don't, I can't go to like a spiritual bar and, oh man, I had my 18th epiphany last week. This epiphany was so fucking big, I thought it was the one. It, it was big enough, it could have been it. You know? <laughs> the one that put me over the top. The one epiphany that catapulted me into the stabilized epiphany state. <laughs> With only one of us there, me. <laughs> it's not available. This is ordinary dog shit awareness. You're just, in, you're just awake to being awake. The, the inherent condition is awakeness and this incredible rogue head finally becomes awake to that condition and basically this continues as it seems to continue but <laughs> there's very the, 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 the inordinate amount of interest and attention that was put into this thing gets relieved from that dead preoccupation now enriches your day yeah you're, you're awake to being awake to what's happening. Yeah? Instead of being hyper, hyper alert to what's not happening, which is yesterday and tomorrow, which is the whole realm, the thought system, the thought system is driving on the highway of now, just looking at the past and the future signs all day. It doesn't give a shit about this fucking moment, but it uses it to think about yesterday and tomorrow. Because you are the star of yesterday and tomorrow. Go to these people. Go to the psychics. Everyone's Cleopatra. You know? When you go, everyone was, you know, fucking somebody. Caesar. What about the cobbler, the shoe cobbler, or the, you know, the, the street cleaner, you know? Oh, no, it's all, I was Cleopatra. I was a princess of... What? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I am the incarnation of a great master. Yes, from Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> Sri Mary Margaret McCarthy. <laughs> from, the, from the lineage of Ireland. <laughs> it was an immaculate conception. <laughs> it's so much, it's really nothing to write home about, I'm telling you. Jeez. This has been the most unexciting time in my whole life. It's like a, it's like a. Just on and on and on and on and on and on. 
<laughs> the peaks seem less peaky, the bottoms seem less bottomy. It's just a certain It's like all the little, all the, you know, all the photo albums, you know what I mean? Now they're just all blank. It's just a big blank thing going on. <laughs> Let me show you what it looked like. What nothing looked like ten years ago. <laughs> what it's going to look like tomorrow. <laughs> what it's looking like now. But nothing is a gift that keeps on giving. You just just stand over it for a while. You know, just stand over it. When, when something hits you, let the mind entertain it. Like, roll it around in it. Yeah? It doesn't need to be met or gone over by thought. That's like the, that's like the uh, CSI or the forensic unit. You know, just going over a dead crime scene. Trying to figure out what happened. Yeah? You can, the mind can just be unfettered and it likes to roam. Let it just roam around. Yeah? It doesn't have to, like, give it a... doesn't have to put it in, like, hieroglyphics. It can just be roaming. Let it out. It's like, it's like a flag that loves to be unfurled. Let it go. It doesn't need to be pulled in by thought. And the thought doesn't have any power at all to do that. But when it's called yours, then it's given a lot of power. A thought doesn't bring anything to us. A thought is a carrier of something that's been put into it through the mind. The mind is like having a keypad on your computer and it's connected to the me cloud, not the I cloud. And so if something is recognized as I'm the one in this, involved in this, being, and then just downloads of incredible pregnant possibilities that cannot be so unless they move through what's so. They have to be given birth and life by us. They cannot birth themselves. They're just possibilities. Just all these possibilities. We call them into expression. Where, how something finds expression here. Right now, the mind is like that dog whistle. It doesn't matter what you're talking, the dog isn't hearing any of that. It hears that whistle. The mind bonds you to the thought. You have the thought, and the thought has you, basically. You have a feeling, and then the thought has you. Feelings and thoughts are much different than my feelings and my thoughts. Totally different. Totally different experience or sense of a thought, just as a thought. A thought is like when you see a bird go by a window. Your attention is on the space that the bird is flying through. But when it's my thought, you forget the space and all you see is the fucking thought. You don't see what it's appearing in. You don't get the sense that it's appearing in what you are. You see all of that's forgotten just by the my. The my is so myopic. It's so shrunk. This is much more like a dispersal. It's like your head opens up this way. Your head doesn't open up this way. It opens up that way. It ex- it's like realizations are an, expan- are an expansion in expansion. The mind doesn't expand, but there's an expansion in mind. The mind then never expands, the bigger mind. But there are expansions in mind, like events, yeah? like little mushroom clowns can change everything. Because what they do, when all the noise they make, what they really intimate, it's sort of like when they send sonar, they send that sound under the water and they know where the bottom is. That's what happens. A realization goes out and it just keeps going. It doesn't hit, there's no, there's no end. It doesn't hit anything. There's no ping back just goes on and on and on and on and on. Then you realize seeing, we believe 
we're seeing things which interrupts the infinite seeing, and now it seems to be in time. So I see you, and then I won't see you. But seeing is infinite. It never lays upon any object. It's just seeing, like infinitely seeing, like infinite awareness. Yeah? Here, the seeing is being hijacked and put into a form of looking called self-centeredness where we see things and every ping goes there thing back to this thing. So I get all different pings from you but the same ping here. Boom, ping, ping, boom, ping, 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 ping. Fucking, anyone else, if it was Stanley's, you would have been bored the third ping. But because somehow it's construed as you, it's fucking unbelievable. I mean, the most base crap type of writing will be like a fucking classic novel to you. <laughs> if it's about you. <laughs> you wish it never ended. I swear to God, another chapter, please. Keep you it's the event. I'm waiting for that event. Will happen at the fight. No, it won't. <laughs> there is no final event. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is when Kenny Loggins should come on. This is it. Make no mistake who you are. This is it. I think I changed words. <laughs> <laughs> Make a mistake who you are, this won't be it. <laughs> this will be it. <laughs> Let me fill this with a better yesterday and a great tomorrow. Fuck, this is terrible. You know? <laughs> That's the last place we want to stop at, is this is it. We don't realize you don't get to re-sing the song. <laughs> you see, this is it. Jesus, this is it. This is your Wednesday night. <laughs> you can review it ad nauseum. Ain't gonna change a fucking thing. <laughs> but if the base is not taking yourself so seriously, what does that imply? Thoughts will be seen as thoughts. Feelings will come and go like winds blow through a chime. Yes? You won't be a fucking bugle anymore or a trumpet. It'll just be and move on. All the while, there's a sense of your all-encompassing everywhereness, and you can rest there. It's truly reliable, because it's always available at all times, right where you are. The only requirement is on the after-the-thought side. Prior to thought, there's no requirement. After thought, there's tons of fucking requirements to get to where? To, to that which is prior to thought. And I'm telling you, you don't have to get there. The thought hasn't distanced you one bit. You just believe. We've given it the power to seemingly take us from where we are to somewhere else. It doesn't have that power. Get on the biggest train of self-will. When you get off, you're still at the same fucking station. It's the same moment, the same moment, every mythical there you've worked hard to get, as soon as you arrive there, it's here. None, none of your theirs have ever escaped the reality of here. None, not any of them. Nor will any of them ever escape. That we're, we're, that which we're looking for is what's looking right now. It doesn't have to be a bonanza. It's a sober assessment. There's just a recognition. This is it. Then you have immunity to what's not happening because it's not happening. <laughs> I mean, really... If you had a touchstone of what's happening, you would see the absurdity of what's not happening. If you had a touchstone to what's happening, which we are the touchstone, 
then you'd have a built-in immunity to what's not happening based on one simple fact, it's not happening. It's gonna happen, nope. <laughs> it did happen, nope. Come on, where's it? It can never deliver the goods unless it convinces you Then it seems to be happening. Because you are what's happening. And if you get convinced that what's not happening is more important than what's happening, you will make it seemingly, it will appear to be true to you, it's not true, it will appear to be true to you, because you're the only reality is, that it will seem to be that what's not happening is more important than what's happening. But that can only be pulled off for 80 freaking years, maybe 90 years. It can never stand the, the time of eternity, because it's not happening. But it can seem to be happening to that which is happening. You're not going to acquire anything. You are that. You're the freedom from thought. And you can seemingly be the bondage from thought. What's so can seem not to be so to you, and what's not so can seem totally be not to be so to you. It can go either way. If you're awake to being awake, what's not so will seem not to be so to you, and what's so will seem to be so to you. That's basically the difference. I had tons more experiences in the past. Fucking, there's nothing like sitting 14 hours in a pretty much dying of starvation, <laughs> you know, on the third week of a retreat. I mean, I had experiences, fucking unbelievable experiences. Where, what happened? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've been with some of the greatest spiritual light junkies, and they would f confide in me, it doesn't mean a damn fucking thing. And I said, thank you for saving me a lot of time. Yeah. I read a book, I read a tricycle magazine once, a Buddhist magazine. I just made it all been made up, but I, I feel like I have a memory in there. <laughs> I'm making up anyway. But, I was reading this magazine, because I was wont to do, I was a quote-unquote Buddhist, whatever. <laughs> Very, let's talk, these, the quotations are way far now. Before, yes, but way. <laughs> let's see a dang, dangling quotation. Alright, so I was reading this thing, and there was a nice articles, but then there was a little op-ed. It was a famous meditation teacher, I didn't recognize his name. But he had a lot of old students, and all these old students were getting in touch with him after 25, 30 years, saying, hey, nothing's really happened. <laughs> I said, thank you. Cancel my subscription to Tricycle. You know, <laughs> thank you so much. Why, why, would, you know, well, why would I want to do what they did and expect a different result? That's insanity. I'm going to learn, hey, thank you, save me a lot of time. What is it going to entail? I may have to sit with my fucking self for a little while. <laughs> I may have to ask some subjective questions, like, who am I? And not just, not immediately take a patented answer, but actually keep inquiring a little and see, see what happens. And, you know, if you never touch the paper-thin facade, it can look like a wall. But if you touch it, you'll see it's paper thin. It's not even a membrane. But if you just assume it's so, you'll never get next to it and feel it if it's so or not. You'll just assume that it's so. And then that assumption will be inferred and reinforced and implied over and over again if you have the GPS of the thought system as your navigating system. It's going to say, oh, never, no, don't be touching that, you know, just touch, all of those, inventory everyone else out here, you know, that guy's an asshole, but no, 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 don't go near there. It's a paper tiger. Yeah. Hmm.
every night we go to sleep, we surrender completely. Where is there a guarantee you're going to wake up? Is there a little guarantee on your night bed that you signed? You know, I'm not going to go to bed unless I'm guaranteed I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> no later than nine. <laughs> you know? No, it's a crapshoot, isn't it? But everyone just, you're out cold in a few minutes usually. You're just like, fucking, you abandon yourself to that every night. Why not if what? That isn't present now. That same space that you would abandon yourself to every night. You don't believe, you, is that, you think that's different than what's here and now? You think that's the only way you meet it? You're never going to meet it. You are that. Yeah. That's why there's no news from deep sleep. Because the thing that produces you is forbidden to enter there. The brain cannot enter that kingdom. It's of thingness. We are that kingdom. Every night we go back, we rest heartily, and then we take a big exhale, inhale, and you wake up and you're like, fuck, another one, another day. It's like fishing, you know? You got another fish on the line, all right? You want to pull it out? Oh, a cod. Oh, my old cod story. A cod. <laughs> I can't wait to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> Isn't that the best you feel? I mean, it's the safest place. It's the safest place to go. And you, you know, it's, it's available now. You can rest there. You can. The, all of the ocean's attention isn't just on the surface. It's permeated in the deeps. Yeah, the surface is probably the least attended. <clears throat> yeah, it permeates. It's like a giant force, and then there's this little surface chatter. Yeah. But the depth is always available at all times. What's going on with the surface has nothing to do with that. Yet what's going on the surface would have no chance to occur without the ocean. How many waves has the ocean seen come and go? Zillions and zillions of them. Yeah, zillions and zillions of itself expressing as a wave. That can, have a, that can have a sense in your life now. That depth can be a part of your active, agitated, surface skating. You know? You're the, you are that which brings it forth. It's not available here, as Jesus says. We're, we're in this world, but not of this world. The relief that can be found in this world is of us. We're the source of relief. We're the source of peace. We're the source of contentment. Everything else here is either teasing it out or is an opportunity to express. But there is nothing to be gotten here that we aren't already. And when you see that you're not Paul, you know, Paul can be as much Paul as he ever wanted to be. Really. You're more of an individual when you realize you're not an individual than all the time you want to be an individual. You really are. I mean, shit. It gets a lot more room without that mental mother hen sitting on it fucking all day. Jesus Christ. Really, if you're taken to be this, the Urban Renewal Project will never end. You'll be constantly grooming and going over, I could be better, I should go on and on. It's incessant. It's agitation that begets agitation that begets more agitation. Yeah. You're never going to be culminated. Your, your life's work will never be complete the moment you pass away. You will still think you have a lot more shit to do. It's incessantly on. 
Selfing to appear to be real has to stay agitated. If you could truly come to a stop and rest, it has no traction there. It has to be agitated. It's in agitation, it's in tension, it's in conflict, it's in the dualistic spring of of the slinky that it gets to seem to appear. When peace abides, when peace is the dominant thing, it can't get traction there. The thought system can't bite into the surface and start kicking up dirt. It just can't take off. And like it says in recovery, you'll understand the word serenity and no peace. You'll comprehend these things. You'll have a sense felt, tactile sense of it. Not a conceptual idea that's cast as a goal once had, then lost, with the hopes of being had again. None of that. It's a sense feltness. Yeah? You are awake. You're not going to be awake. You weren't awake. You are awake. With no frills of specialness. None. None. All the frills of specialness will always dwindle in time. If the awakeness just keeps on being awake, it's going to get fucking pretty damn ordinary. <laughs> it'll be like your it'll be like your breath. It'll be taken not taken for granted because there's a great honoring of it, but it will be sort of like that, yeah. And you won't be going, where did I place it? None of this. I lost it. Did I did something to exile myself? That's the biggest self arrogance of all, that you believe you could separate yourself from what is <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking impossibility. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I did the most heinous thing. I know I'm exiled. Yeah. I'm exiled, at least for a few months. <laughs> the only hook we're on is the one, the mental one. There's no, it's all imaginary. There's no fucking hook. You never... <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's no cross to come down from. There really isn't. There's a cross to climb up on. <laughs> that happens quite a lot. But there's no cross to come down from. <laughs> you were forgiven before any fucking thing happened. It's called atonement in the cross. Try it on. I mean, I've been entertaining it. It allows you to travel lighter here. And then after a while, what more would you want? See, after a while of traveling lighter, you will lose the need to be liberated. But all that shit goes. Yeah? Because you got the real meat. You don't, you don't fucking, you don't, you know, you don't, you know, get in touch with the restaurants and have them send you the menus so you can just... Look at all, you know, you got the fucking meal. You're the meat, yeah? (laughs) You don't have to read about descriptions of it. It's being described as you sit here. (laughs) You know, maybe you could read descriptions if you like, but to me, I'd rather be a description than a reader description. I mean, reading a book, a 900-page book on consciousness while you're conscious just blows my fucking mind. Why would you want to read like a topic of study what you are <laughs> in action? You know what I mean? Unconscious. Like, I'm going to go home and read. I'm going to go home and read about what I am. I am that. Why would I want to read about what I am? I'd rather be what I am. And then meet something else. <laughs> It's like someone who's never had a mirror and then they read books and they believe every book's describing them. If they ever get a look at what they realize, they won't recognize it because they have too many conceptual ideas of how it's supposed to appear. Your knowledge will deny the knowledge. 
The knowledge of what you are will be undermined by knowledge of what you are. If what you're not is entertaining knowledge of what you are, you'll be blind to what you are. You'll think you'll know it, but you're not knowing it. Yeah? You'll think you know it, like it's a dead thing. This place of being is never not being. You can't... You do not know the whole river by getting a glass of water out of the river. You've lost its main component, which is rivering. It's not moving anymore. That's the feeling of it. Yeah? You've got to be in it. Ah, yeah. This is a river, yes? Not, this is a river. I, I, I know all the rivers of the world. There's the Yancey, there's the Mississippi, that big bottle is the Amazon. Yeah. But why not just jump in one and you know all you need to know? Yeah? Is it that we don't, we, we can't entertain that? Or is it that we're entertaining something already that causes us not to be able to entertain that? Is it that we can't entertain it, or is that we're entertaining something already that inhibits our ability to entertain that? I'm saying it's the latter. We're entertaining ourselves as a body, and therefore we can't entertain ourselves as spirit. So to try to study spirit, spirit to me is off the point. Study, are you a body? If you're not that... Maybe you'll have a sense of what you are. So for me, someone says, someone will set me this poster for this. We're going to do some talks in Toronto. And it's Paul, uh, freedom from something, you know. So I said, but really, the talks are about bondage to self. <laughs> They're not about freedom from anything. They're always talking about the seeming bondage because there's no point to talk about the freedom. It's talking about the seeming bondage. When that's seen through, the freedom will be a sense feltness. Yeah? It'll be sensed and felt. You'll sense it. All the teaching is always about what we're not. The valid teaching, to me, is about what we're not. And then... By recognizing what you're not, you find out what you are. Yeah? By recognizing what you're not. If we don't recognize what we're not, we're going to try to find out about what we are, but from what we're not. That's knowing what you are. That ain't it. It seems simple, but it's incredibly profound because we're in time and space, and the first step is going to mark the direction of all the other steps. If the first step is off, that's going to cast a, a shadow on all the other steps. And the more steps won't change it. Yeah. The first step is like Ramana says to me, the presupposing of a non-existent thing and wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. To me, that's the shadow of the first, the first misstep. Yeah? And after everything else, if everything that comes after it will be used to reinforce the non-existent thing. Even the seeking to find the existent thing will be used to point to the non-existent thing. So, the first step can't be corrected by the second, third, fourth, fifth, fifty, sixty, hundred step. None of them will correct the first step. The first step is corrected by seeing prior, from, by seeing the first step from what you are, you'll see it's not so. Yeah. And now, the steps will come from here. They will issue forth from square zero. And then blue will be, will be seen as blue. Red will be seen as red. Things will make sense. Yes?
But anything that starts after the first step, trying to correct the first step, will be used by the mental state to re- reinforce the first step. That's what he's saying. The presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get relief for the non-existent thing is like, it's all your practices that you believe are there to destroy that thing will be there, to, will be used to reinforce the thing that you want to destroy. Because there is no thing. Its relevance is when you try to destroy it. That's when you give it reality. Yeah? When you try to get out of an imaginary place, that's when it appears to be real. This is how mind works. All you need is one little example and it will expand. You have to see how the heist goes. The heist is, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. This body, this head, this Paul, this historical story, all like this. That's the presupposing of a non-existent thing who wants to get, obviously, relief for that thing wants to get pleasure for that thing, wants to get this for that thing, wants to get that for that thing, yeah? But everything that it does to get relief from itself will be reinforcing the self that it's trying to get relief from. That's the heist. You're not going to get out of that Chinese thumb puzzle. Once that's in place, it doesn't... Get on with it. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm almost out. You know, no, 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 no. This is the in. The in is this. The wanting to get out is the in. See it, and you'll see it duplicated over and over again in the advertising. Or there's only a few basic movements. If you recognize one, you'll be able to recognize many. The first big movement is the mental state, the sense of selfing, claims. That's its first movement. Yeah, It becomes aware of, through consciousness, that there are thoughts, it claims them to be, hey, they're mine, or they're about me. Feelings, hey, they're mine too. Actions, hey, they're mine too. Time, I'll take that also, that's mine. Problems, mine too. Girlfriend, my too. Mine, 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 mine. Okay, now that's done. It's now claimed everything, and it's claiming it's neutered it. So all that livingness, that which what it would uh, point to would be the sense of being, will be neutered, and now it will always be being used to point to you. So now life won't be happening, it will be happening to you. All right, done with that. Now... Let's just fucking repeat, rinse, ad nauseum. <laughs> really. But if you catch it, if you see it, once, just once, there'll be a hit sooner or later. I cannot be that which I'm seeing. <laughs> I can't. I don't care how much it's been called me, I'm seeing that which is inferring to me, which is implying to me, which is reinforcing to me, and I know I ain't that me, it's implying, reinforcing, you know what I mean? I'm not a body, that's fucking clear. I do not end in this, you know, the cheekbone. I'm not there, I'm not (laughs) 6'2". The kingdom of heaven isn't a thin little tube. <laughs> it's like, obviously, I'm not that which that the mental state's constantly pointing at. It's pointing to this as being you, isn't it? Look at what it does with spirituality. It sounds like a body, doesn't it? We're on a spiritual journey. What goes on a journey? Does spirit go on a journey? Where does it start? What does it pack? What does what does spirit pack when it's going on an overnight trip? What does it pack? I would imagine it travels quite light. <laughs> spiritual journey. Oh, I I I, I reach the spiritual mountaintop. What goes to a fucking mountaintop? Spirit? 
What, where did it lead? Oh, I was in the pits. Oh, I, I saw a spirit down there. Now I smell a body. It, spirituality has been totally framed as a body event. What gets purified? Does spirit have to be purified? You're going to go through lifetimes of purification. What goes through purification? I mean, how pure can you get spirit? I would imagine it's like 100% spirit. I mean, you can't get super pure spirit. I mean, how much more refining can you go through? I mean, you can't even see it. <laughs> I think it's like primo spirit, right, as it is now. <laughs> Everything is like put... And a journey, what does that mean? It's, it's put off, isn't it? I mean, you're not where you want to be or there wouldn't be a drive for a journey. If you were where you wanted to be, would there be any journey to get there? You'd take many journeys from there. That works. But you wouldn't be taking a journey to get there. And does your awareness express any effort? Did you have to really huff and puff to see your room this morning when you woke up? Uh, as soon as my eye opened, <laughs> fucking whole place. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to do, I didn't, you know, I had to exercise the body stretch, so I had to do, I, all right, look at Sri Ramana pictures. All right, I'm going to see really clearly today. we got HD going. High definition. No, it's just on, perfectly on. Never demonstrating effort or any thought. It doesn't really... I mean, the eyes can hurt, but that's the physical lens. It's not what's seeing through it. Does your seeing ever get fucking, you know, like, ugh, cranky or what's it called? It's just like, not seeing well today. No, it's... The, its definition comes from what it's moving through, right? It doesn't have any definition other than what it's moving through. So we'll say, my eye hurts... My ears hurt, you know what I mean? I can't do this, I can't do that. But the, the definition is given to it by what it's moving through, but it doesn't have any definition. I, we can call it consciousness or awareness, but we don't know what the fucking that is. You know, it's just a name. Yeah? So, does it demonstrate any effort? Then why would you expect to arrive there through thought and effort? Like a great Zen saying is, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. When you go to a class about how to get out of the obsession with self, that could be construed as obsession with self. <laughs> it could, very easily, yes. How are you going to get out of what you can't be in? And also, how are you going to get into what you can't be out of? This answer doesn't take any time at all. It may seem to go through an expression in time, but the answer has no time in it at all. There's no movement to reach it. There's no time to get there. It's just, it's like a whole different beast. It's not of this place. Yeah, its nose can't be measured. It doesn't have degrees. It doesn't have quantity. Yeah, it's not a place that you're not at. Yeah, there's no somewhere in everywhere. I think it's great news. I mean, it allows you to travel lighter. Today's what's today? Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, what you go to TV shows tonight and. They're promising you'll have a better complexion in five days. That's great. But what about now? Yeah? I think we should just have like spiritual public announcements. Just random break-ins on like talk radio and shit like that. Ah, here's a public spiritual announcement. What's looking is what you're looking for. <laughs> It's not necessary to go to that retreat this weekend. <laughs> but the food will be good. <laughs> the seeker is the sort. Yes, the seeker is the sort. 
Don't hate me, I'm just the messenger. <laughs> the speaker is the sword. <laughs> you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. <laughs> Pull off the road now. Turn off the ignition. <laughs> Wait for my call. <laughs> Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. <laughs> you can't use Buddha to seek the Buddha. Pull over now. <laughs> put out, put your hands where I can see them. Don't put another DVD or CD in there. Drop that book. <laughs> Those prayer, those prayer beads won't help you. <laughs> Step out of the car. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> Drop that yoga brochure. <laughs> Move away from that zafu. <laughs> Don't pick up that shakachi flu. <laughs> it can be deemed as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? Can you imagine walking around Clement Street, they have a loudspeaker. Yes, citizens. <laughs> Seek no longer. <laughs> what you're looking for is always available at all times. <laughs> right where you are, with no requirement necessary. The shops will be calling, closing early tonight. <laughs> what did I? Is this my soul gave me this? These are showing up everywhere now. It's birth pieces. <laughs> All right. Well, any questions? <laughs> Let me ask that again. Are there any questions tonight? Thank you. We have some announcements, though. It's not necessary that any of you come back. Paul is obsolete. He's done his job. You don't have to invite the mailman in to read the letters. <laughs> Just let him do his route.